Are you ready? I'm ready. I'm ready. Are you ready? I'm ready. Are you ready? I guess. Are you ready? They played the theme song. It's true. They did. They did. Our technical support. Our technical team. Wait. Our sound engineer. Yes, yes, yes. John Ramos. That's his name. That's a sound engineer on an actual show I listen to, and I can't remember which one. God. Sorry, John Ramos, if you're listening. Speaking of shows that we listen to, a gentle listener, and I believe it was the gentle listener who said that she screamed the shit out of herself at her kids. Okay. Oh, my God. One of my favorite things I've ever heard. Yeah. Um, I think it was she that posted that she listened to an episode of Conan O'Brien's, like, what is it called? I Have No Friends. Oh, I don't know. His podcast called. I don't don't pay attention to Redheads. I'm going to look it up while I'm explaining. But uh, she posted the episode that he did with uh, Jim Gaffigan. Uh Uh-huh. Oh, Conan O'Brien Needs a Friend. Okay. And she said... I laughed out loud entirely through this, and I listened to it, and I also laughed out loud entirely. And all they did was just banter. Uh huh. And the two between the two of them, holy god, it was fucking funny. Welcome to hot drinks. Oh, oh, that. Yeah. Welcome to our podcast. It's a podcast <laughs> about hot drinks. It's about hot drinks and that we put in our bellies. That's true. They're not for the belly, but, but we, we don't care. Yeah, we, we don't, don't care. Give a fuck. Shut up, white men. Don't tell me what to put in my belly. <laughs> Um, I'm Brother Jack Coffey, your hostess. Um, I'm a homosexual. I'm a Gemini with a Cancer moon with a Leo rising. Oh my God. It's a fucking complicated mess up in there. Um, but and and this is this is my friend. Latter Day Twaint. Brother Coffee needs a friend. Sister. And it's me, Latter Day Twaint mm-hmm. Gaffigan. Uh, so You're not like the early Twaints. You're not like the pre-Restoration Twaints. No, You're the Twaints that I'm have been not, saved for these Latter Days. I'm not like the abolitionists. No, no. Twaints. Um, speaking of white men telling us what to put in our bellies, uh-huh. do you remember that movie with Jodie Foster? No. Yes. Skew in the belly. Yes. The skew in the Bang belly. And, and that meant that was, a, that was a weird movie. It was <laughs> anyway, a real weird movie. I'm 5'10". Sisyphae. And <laughs> You're 5'10". <laughs> Tang in the wind. John Gall Ainge. Um, anyways, uh, our poor guest has no idea what we're no, talking about. No, she doesn't. He, he doesn't. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Wow. Wow. Here we go. Here we go. So it begins. <laughs> so it begins. So it begins. Um, so... <laughs> Anyway, uh, I was born in Louisiana, grew up barefoot near the levee. Um, you, this is also bullshit. <laughs> no, that's the story. True. I know, but uh, like, <laughs> first you're like from the South, and then you were like, I grew up in a swamp boat underneath a gator's belly in the bayous of Louisiana. Like, it's gotten very dramatic. My mom couldn't carry me the full term, so I did gestate in an alligator's <laughs> uterus for the rest. It's very dramatic. Of the time. And I had to eat the placenta. Uh, Your own placenta? Uh, The alligator's placenta on my 18th birthday. I don't know. That's me. That's my introduction. So this is Hot Drinks. So So do you have any women's work we want to cover? This is just sort of some business, some housekeeping we need to get on. Right, which is strictly women's work, which is why we call it that. But um, I have had so much bullshit with my eye. It is... February 24th, this all started on December 26th. I mean, that's when I noticed it anyway. By the time you notice it, it's been there for a while. Right, you know, the magic of the stars. It's been gestating in an alligator's uterus. But um, So I um, have been to the eye doctor now 
So my styes, I, I've done two rounds of antibiotics and the styes are still there, but they're done. They're done being huge and awful and painful. Mm-hmm. They're just little bumps now and, and they're still sometimes filling up with pus, as I'm sure you can see. Wow. And I bet people are glad they're listening. So pus is a creamy substance. Okay. Unctuous. It's very. <laughs> Anyways, so um, I called my eye doctor and left a message like, do you want me to come in? Do you have something you can just tell me over the phone? Right. He called me today. Um, and after a few days, because, you know, I'm sure he's like up to his ears, up to his eyes. hey Um, And um, he is recommending me, and I've already made the appointment, to someone who specializes in skin around the eye. I mean, why couldn't I have just fucking done that first? Right. Uh, who is a doctor of ophthalmology, but also the division chief at the Moran Eye Center of Oculoplast, o- Oculoplastics. He's hot, too. He, he looks like he's pretty cute. Yeah, he's hot. Yeah. We so love a hot doctor. There's my woman's work. Oh, and... When you choose service providers, yeah. do you intentionally choose hot people? Because I do. Like, um, I purposely chose my dentist because he's hot. I don't really have that luxury because I'm I on chose, Medicaid. Oh, okay. I chose my eye doctor because he was hot. <laughs> okay, cool. He's very Mormon. But and he's how's cute. that going for you? I mean, great. He's okay, very good. Cute. Great. I mean, if I have to look at someone for a long time <laughs> and have them talk to me, they might as well be hot. <laughs> you guys, this is how shallow I am. Yeah. <laughs> Um, what women's So you're going to go home, you're going to go get some plastics put in your eyes. Uh, no, but hopefully he will know how I can get rid of this thing for fucking once and for fucking all. It's ridiculous. Yeah. I mean, you don't look bad. Thank you. It's not, it's not as noticeable as it was when they were actively Oh like, my God. Yeah. Yeah. They yeah. were scary then. They're very small. But I can sure that it, I'm sure that it's so annoying. It's and so. It's annoying. It's yeah. depressing. I enjoy wearing makeup. You can't wear makeup. I mean, I, I could if I wanted, but when I when I do, it aggravates them. Right. So Well, and then also, like, anyway, your makeup could get stuff in it. And, and all the l- listeners are probably asking if I've changed my makeup. I switched out my makeup twice now. Yeah. So, anyway, yeah. go, go for So, it. anyway, I'm so glad that we talk about styles what's, every week. What's, which is why, if we do a hot drinks version of EFY, it should be called EF Sty. Oh, I like that. What did you say it was going to be called before? And I know we could call it, about. especially for Booth. Oh, and I didn't. I was and you're like, like who's Booth? Who's Booth? And I why does he need it? it. <laughs> I didn't get it. Um, okay, you have anything? Okay, so I let's can't see. wait. Do you want to talk about your weekend? Yeah, I'll talk about my okay, weekend. Okay. So I went out socializing this weekend. You know, that doesn't happen very often. Uh-huh. Um, my kids are out of town with their mom. So I went socializing. Um, I went to a drag show. Um, with some gentle listener friends who uh-huh. we love. Shout out, gentle listener friends. Uh-huh. Um, and I got kicked out of the drag show. <laughs> I don't know what happened. Uh-huh. So, let, so let's just set the scene. I walk into the drag show. Our, our straight gentle listener friend who was with us bought me a drink. Yeah. Thank you. Uh-huh. It was called like Dolly's Titties And you were drunk before you started. I wasn't drunk, but I was a little buzzed. Yeah, I'd had okay. like a cocktail and a shot. So okay. I wasn't like... By the time you texted about the drink, you must have been drunk of your ass. Yes. Because this is what you texted. No, that was the second drink oh, that okay. I texted you about. You guys, a straight guy just bought me a drink. It was another straight guy. This is my power. This is my priesthood. <laughs> that was a good one. That was a good one. So then another straight guy bought me a drink. We watched the drag show. It was fun. We were right up front and center during intermission while we were dancing. I think I bumped some light bulbs on the stage uh-huh. and maybe broke a light bulb. Yeah. 
And I remember some guys coming up and changing the light bulbs. And I remember them talking to me and saying, like, you know, be careful. Like, you got to calm down. You can't sure. crash the light bulbs. And then halfway through the second act, someone came up and was like, hey, you got to go. Come with me. You got to go. And they, like, pulled me out. And because you're a benevolent drunk, you're like, oh, okay, sure, like, yes, where are we going? I'm a rule. I kept saying that to our friends <laughs> I was with. I was like, you guys, I'm a rule follower. I don't break the rules. <laughs> so we got pulled out, or I got pulled out, and then um, my I was there with, now I can't think of her name when she was on the podcast. Oh, What's Abby Naughty? Abby Naughty. I was there with Abby Naughty. And she came out and she was like, what the fuck is happening? And I was like, I don't know. I'm a rule follower. (laughs) And then a whole bunch of other people got kicked out. And they were like belligerent. They were Mm -hmm. like yelling at the bouncers and like screaming. And anyway, so then we left. And then we went to Brother T and Comes on My Face. Wait. Apartment. Apartment. Yes. (laughs) And we had, well, I didn't have any more drinks there. But I did wrestle with a hot straight guy. Yeah. Without shirts on. And you have a video of it, apparently. I do. I don't want to see it. I am trying to find some more of your good drunk tweets. Well, here's what I will say. Some of my drunk texts, because I think... Some of my drunk texts, I think I was talking into my watch to try to send them. And so it was loud. And so some of them... Because when I was reading them the next day, I was like, dear God, I don't think I was that drunk. Right. But I think I was talking into my watch and I wasn't, like, checking my work. And so they were insane. Uh Uh-huh. Are you going to read some of them? Let's see. Here's one. (laughs) Uh, OMG, I just want to make out with straight. <laughs> That's what I always want, is Fuck. to make out with straights. Fuck, I've got to work it out with the switch. <laughs> I don't know what that, I don't know what I was saying there. Who is my wife? <laughs> All I want is right by silhouetto. <laughs> I want all the fuck are you. <laughs> and... You guys seriously fuck me. What is happening? I don't know what's happening. I, I don't think know that's what when happened. I got kicked out of the show. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Anyway. anyway, it was great. Anyways. Anywho, it was very fun. I woke up the next morning, was a little hungover, but that's my superpower is I don't get hungover. But I was very sore from the wrestling. From the wrestling. That is the... my priesthood. That not is... getting not getting hungover. <laughs> so But I was very sore from the wrestling with the tiny straight man. He was we, hot. We have a special guest tonight. A special guest. Guest. And this special guest... Oh, I don't know what our special guest name is. They want to go by their actual name. Okay, great. Because he knows that I have used it on the podcast already. So oh, he was like, I might as well just... <laughs> um, there's no secret. It's not Gary, in case you're wondering. It is. It's not, oh, my God. Wouldn't it that be not, funny if it was oh Gary? And if his God. real name was Gary? That'd be so great. <laughs> you're like, everyone, it's my I've, gay ex-husband, Gary, I've whose slipped, real name is Gary. <laughs> I've slipped too many times that everyone knows what his real name is, I'm yeah. sure. Okay, so, I'll guest, you introduce, introduce yourself. Guest. Hi, I'm Jack. I'm Sister Twain's son. <laughs> yeah. And uh, Jack, how old are you? I'm 15. I almost said 14. <laughs> My pronouns are he, him. Pronouns are he, him. Your name is Jack. You... I love that we've now featured two of your children on the show, and <laughs> my children would rather die <laughs> than have anything to do with this. I voluntarily did this. Yes, yeah, yeah. This, was, this was your idea. A <laughs> yeah. couple, couple months, Jack's been saying, when are you going to have me on? And I'm like... Well, you say that to me as I'm walking out the door right. to go to Brother <laughs> right. Coffee's house. So anyway, uh, so we can take a break and then jump Let's into what we're going to talk about Let's with Jack. We're back. We're back with Jack. Back with Jack. <laughs> back Hi, Jack. In black. Hi. Welcome, welcome to the show. Thanks. I'm glad to be here. Do you think it's weird that your mom has a podcast? Um, okay. So. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Here we go. Uh-oh. 
Jack's got his notes oh, app no. out. <laughs> He's ready to go. So my only conception of this podcast is that you guys get drunk, talk about being ex-Mormons, and talk about sex. I mean... That's, You're not wrong. That's really good. That's yeah, good. That's actually that's yeah. actually the trailer for the show, right? Oh, now. we talk about depression quite a bit. We do as well. We then I'll depression. work perfectly into <laughs> it. Oh my god! Right. Uh, have you ever listened to a full episode, Jack? No, I listen. I started the first one, and I was like, oh, I can't. Don't, no, don't I, listen. To the yeah, one. no, because I wanted to listen to it in order. Because like, I if I was gonna You're watch, a yeah, if yeah. I, yeah, if I, I, I yeah, it, yeah, if I was gonna listen to it, I was gonna listen to all of it. Yeah, and I, and then I listened to the first episode. I like couldn't even finish the first episode. I was like, I, I can't do this because, because why? Go ahead and be honest. I, don't, I don't. It's just weird listening to you talk. <laughs> I don't know, especially because like the first episode was a lot of you just saying things I already know, and I was like, this whole podcast is just going to say either things I already know or things I don't want to know. Uh-oh. I mean, not again. That's you're not wrong. Fair. I mean, she already tells me a bunch of things I don't want to know right. anyway. Right? Weird. I don't know what that would be. That's so weird. I know. <laughs> I thought you had a filter and a decorum. Uh, and, oh, yeah. And you do she not. wishes she did. And, yeah. and fiercely private. Yeah. yeah. yeah I, I know I kind of wish I did. Sometimes I do. I don't know. Maybe I'd be more <laughs> mysterious to people. So you've never listened, but you know we talk about no. sex and ex-Mormonism and depression. Uh-huh. Yeah. And we get drunk. Yeah. Yeah. You are not drinking about it. today. No. you are 15. <laughs> I'm 15 years old. And I don't so, want to drink. I've tried it and it's gross. Okay. <laughs> That's great. That's, That's good great. for you, honey. Yeah. <laughs> So, um, Jack, um, there are an array of things under kind of one umbrella that we discussed talking about tonight, and that is the umbrella of LGBTQ. Yeah. Yes. Shit. Yes. (laughs) And I don't mean shit like it's bad, but just shit like stuff. There's a lot of shit. Yeah. 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 Um, Jack, uh, first tell your story about personally being in the LGBTQ uh, community? Well, first of all, I'm sure you've already said this, but again, I've never listened. Um, <laughs> <laughs> this is I, the best kind of guess. <laughs> I have no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> um, but I, I am trans, uh, female to male. Um, but so, yeah, um, for a long time, ever since I was like a kid, like living back in Cedar City. Um, so give us an age range. Um, well, we lived in Cedar City, like, you were, I was born in Cedar City until there. I was around, like, seven. Um, so, yeah, for, like, a long time while we lived in Cedar City, I, w- I always had the thought of, um, what if I was, I wasn't a girl? Or what if I was a boy? Or things like that. Um, but because of Mormon culture, we never actually talk about our emotions. Right. So, <laughs> so um, and that's not targeting towards you either. It's, right. it's not even just that you were a bad mom, <laughs> which it's you were. It's not even just that it's you were a bad mom. It's an addition to. <laughs> in addition to you being a bad right, mom. Right, Yeah, right. but also you wouldn't have been such a bad mom without the Mormon church. Oh, there we go. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you? Question mark? Wait, what? Was that a compliment? Well, I don't. You wouldn't have been such a bad mom without the Mormon church. So I would have been a better mom. Had you not had the Mormon church. Yes. Oh, oh okay. Okay. Yeah. yeah Thank like, you. Yeah, fair. That's, yeah, a, yeah, that's fair. a Yeah. Thank you. Okay, I so mean, anyway. yet again, I can't say that because I've never seen you before you were Mormon, which right. was never because you were born into the church. Um, right. Born into the covenant, <laughs> as yes. they say. Yes. Um, but yeah, so my whole life I always had the thought, and I, and I always dismissed it. Okay. I was always like, it's probably nothing. Um, until I got older and really learned what the queer community was. Um, and I will be using the 
queer as an, an umbrella term for LGBTQ+. Okay. Uh, I know a lot of people get offended by it. I don't know why, because I... Like, I understand that it used to be a slur, and yeah. it's not anymore. Um, I think it's a very safe term to use. Yeah. I think people understand. Yeah. Um, when you were a kid, can I ask, because we've had a couple of guests on who are who are trans. Uh-huh. And, uh, and I believe they both talked about, as kids, being sort of, like, interested in or attracted to, like, stories of people, like, changing bodies. Like, do you know what the Animorphs are? It was, like, a series of books about kids who could turn into animals. Oh, right. Or, like, yeah. in Harry Potter, when they, like, drink the Polyjuice Potion and they turn into, like, other characters. Uh-huh. Were there things like that in your childhood where you saw you saw stories of people, like, switching their bodies or changing bodies or changing identities that you felt connected to? Um, or was this all pretty, like, kind of buried underneath because you weren't really dealing with it i mean i will say a lot of it was just like dismissed and like we're not going to talk about this like the mormon church (laughs) Uh, uh, um but i will say mulan was always my favorite oh we love Mm. mulan yeah we love a bisexual princess (laughs) (laughs) um yeah i always loved her and i never knew what um that's super interesting i love that Mm -hmm. yeah um but also when i was younger i I will say I don't remember a lot from when I was younger because I blocked it all out, (laughs) Um, which I think the majority of us do. (laughs) Um, So you said as you started to get older, you started to hear more about kind of queer identities and you started to hear about other trans people and and that sort of started to resonate Uh with you. So like like, as I was younger, like when my dad first came out, um, I, that was my first kind of idea to the to the queer community. Mm-hmm. Um, this and, is when you were in kindergarten, by the way. Yeah. And I knew what being gay and what being lesbian was and, like, bi. And that's all I knew. And I didn't really understand it um, until I got older. And even, not even California, when we moved back from California, because we've lived everywhere, mm-hmm. is when I started meeting people who were also queer. And this was five years ago. Yeah. When we moved away from California to Salt Lake. And I was like, oh, okay. And then a lot of it was social media too. That's something that a lot of my generation has is that we can find who we are through social media. Oh my God. Yeah. You can connect with other queer people even if they're not yeah physically in your community or whatever yeah. like you still have places you can meet people and talk yeah. to people and like find but, people but like you. i think what your point is is that you see people in that community and go oh i think that's who i am yeah um I, I mean a lot of it was researching was just being like what does this mean and and what's a sexuality for this and and like i literally like i remember once googling Every single sexuality that is possible. <laughs> Everyone you could think of. Wow. And like, no, I found, I found no, I, no. Um, so I found a list. <laughs> uh, no, I found, because I was like, I was like, uh, uh, niche sexualities. And I literally found a list of like a, a bunch. Uh-huh. Um, and I went through it and I was, and now that I think about it now, a lot of them are bullshit. <laughs> um, oh my God. Uh, <laughs> Which we can also talk about if you want. Um, (laughs) But a lot of it was just being able to have the internet on my side. And something you don't know. Um, Uh (laughs) um, But so um, I always had that kind of internalized fear of like, if I come out, this is going to be bad. Um, Even though I knew my dad was gay and I knew you were accepting Mm -hmm. um, mom. uh, But I never really 
And I, but I always had that kind of internalized fear of like, this is not going to be okay. Were you if worried I come what out. Brother Coffee would think? Was that what it was? You were worried about my, <laughs> yeah, my yeah. reaction? Yeah. I was so worried about your reaction. I just, I just wanted, I just wanted you to like me. I think that's yeah. such a common, I think it's super easy, especially living where we do, where a lot of, I'm sure a lot of kids that you are friends with that like, I know you volunteer at the Pride Center and I know a lot of, I'm sure a lot of kids that you're friends with like come from LDS families or come from, you know, whatever. And I think it's really easy to be like, well, that person's not LDS. Why don't they just come out? It's still, you know, like to kind of dismiss it and think it's going to be an easy thing. Uh But here you were and you were trans and you had a gay dad and you had a very progressive, like forward thinking mom who's very open to things and it still was scary you know and I think that's really important to remember because I think sometimes it's so easy to kind of just dismiss you know I mean I'll catch myself doing that like seeing someone and being like well he seems like he's gay but he's not Mormon and so if he was gay why wouldn't he just come out you know but there's a whole slew of reasons why someone may or may not come out and it it can have something to do with Mormonism but it doesn't necessarily have anything to do with Mormonism yeah Yeah. that's definitely something that I've learned is that you can't compare you can't compare what what's going on with you to somebody else. Like you can't say like, oh, they have it worse or I have it worse because everyone has it bad to the extent that they have it. No one is worse. No one is better because like um, the pain of my stubbed toe obviously does not hurt as much as, I don't know, getting stabbed, Uh (laughs) but my pain is still valid and Uh it's not any less valid because someone right next to me just got stabbed. Yeah. Wow, I need to learn that lesson when yeah. I'm 42. Yeah, you I'm still working on that one. You fucking yeah. do, bro. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I was so scared. So this is the thing that you don't know, is that when I was younger, I made a secret Instagram account. <gasps> what? <laughs> we call that a finsta. Uh-huh. The old people do. Yeah. Do the young people call it a finsta? Yeah, we okay. do. But okay. I, um, but this wasn't even a... Well, I mean, for its time, it wasn't a finsta. Um, <laughs> um, but where I was essentially just like openly bi and I was an open bi girl and I felt so good about myself and then like but there was always something that was like wrong about it and it's because I'm not a girl Uh, (laughs) still figuring that part Uh, out still still figuring the gender part out but this sexuality was true I'm kind of um, (laughs) (laughs) do you want to say something sister Twain in, in true Twain fashion, just saying the thing that comes to my mind, Jack yeah. did tell me once when I asked oh my God. that he leans toward the peen. <laughs> so that's, that's it. Continue. Continue. <laughs> I mean, and we can talk about my sexuality in a minute. Um, cool. <laughs> um, but yeah, I was very scared. And then it really, it felt like a long time, but it was very actually a short time of me kind of discovering myself because it was about the summer the 20 the 2017 summer Mm -hmm. up until new year's of 2018 yeah uh no actually that sounds way too short of a time um but it was i think when you're a kid like that does feel like eternity that feels like a long long time i don't think that's you know and now looking back on it of course that's like oh that was like nine months like it was like nothing but i think when you're a kid like the course of a year is like a lifetime Uh yeah so um, let's take a little break okay. we're, and then let's jump in and talk about that period when you're figuring all this stuff out. Okay. How you doing, Twain? Good, good. I'm fine. Great, great. Yeah, okay, yeah, great, yeah, yeah. great. How you doing? Pretty good. Great. Okay, okay. <laughs> 
Oh, we're back. I hit record. I didn't oh, mean to. Oh, shit. Okay. So <laughs> it's your period of discom- discovery yeah. that is probably summer of 2017 to New Year's Eve yeah. of I, 2017. Well, I, I at least remember that it was around sixth grade, which is 2016 to 2017, um, where I was starting to be like, I'm not completely straight, um, but I feel like I always knew that ever since I found out something, what being gay was Uh I knew I wasn't completely straight um but that's also when I didn't know sexuality was a spectrum that's when I thought you were either gay bi or straight yep um and I started to learn more things and within seventh grade I learned a lot more and around November of 2017 I realized to myself that I was trans and it was still a kind of I might be trans, but there was always a little voice in my head that was like, you're trans. <laughs> oh. and, it, and it was, and it was mainly because, because of a new person that I met in middle school, uh, who, um, was an old friend and he became really close to me and he was trans and he really helped me realize like, Oh, okay. Like that's, that's, that's what I am. Uh-huh. Um, and then, yeah, the new year's of 2017 to 2018, that new year's, um, I came out as trans and how I came out to my mom and dad, I texted them, I texted them, BTW, I'm trans. <laughs> and I left it at that. BT dubs. <laughs> BT dubs. Like not even the full by the way, just BTW. And it's because I didn't want to make a big deal out of it, especially because yeah. Sister Twain over here makes a big deal out of everything. What? <laughs> Like get it out there, but you didn't want to have like a yeah. big tearful moment from yeah. a movie or something. I mean, I did end up crying later, but sure, sure. <laughs> um, but it was it was a it was a it did feel like to everyone around me it felt like a small brush off thing. But for me, I was like, this is way bigger than you're making it out to be. Mm-hmm. Um, especially because with my friends, because all my friends were super accepting and great. Um, oh right, and a few months before, I had been experimenting with being non-binary and going by Jack and using he or they, them pronouns. Yeah. Um, and then that's just when I came out and at our new year's party, I like, we were doing our toast. Um, and I, we don't really do toasts. We just drink apple cider, uh-huh. but, but I, we were doing a toast and I, and I literally said, here's to me being trans, chugged my drink and walked away. <laughs> this was like at the family new year's party. No, no oh, friends. Friends. Okay. Friends. Okay. No, I've don't think I've ever been or like at least not when we moved back i've never been to a family new year's party Mm -hmm. i remember the last time we did a family new year's thing we were in california we watched twilight zone and ate m&ms great yep great (laughs) that's right sounds lovely so do you remember getting that btw i'm trans text vaguely i don't remember being told that way i remember being told face to face nope we talked about it face to face, but I told you through that text. Oh, the initial. Okay, and, now it's clear. Yeah, and dad, dad texted back with that and said, uh, because like he was obviously busy. It was one a.m. It was New Year's, and he mm-hmm. said, "We'll talk about this later," mm-hmm. which was scary. Oh. <laughs> and, and and that night I was sleeping at a friend's house, and I was like, and I was literally like, I, I was so anxious, and I was like, oh, I, I shouldn't have done that. Like I, I shouldn't have said that. Like I, I like I regretted it immediately because I was scared for y'all's reaction, uh-huh. and because I, I, I knew you would be fine with it, but like that doesn't calm my anxiety. Sure. Right. Um, but yeah, and it was initially fine. 
Um, I remember a few days after me and my friends were doing a, a, a Harry Potter marathon mm-hmm. and dad called me and I was like, oh, this is the conversation. Uh-huh. Um, and that's when I cried <laughs> and I was in my friend's bathroom crying, uh, talking to dad and something that I didn't like at the time, I'm over it now because I understand, was that my mom and my dad their first reaction was, but when you were younger, you liked dresses and you liked having long hair. And I was like... Sister Twain is nodding. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, of all people, you should know not to stick to stereotypes. Right. <laughs> right. That's... See, that's... I think that when a um, topic applies to you personally for the first time Mm -hmm. your brain has to do some gymnastics to start functioning correctly yeah again uh because a an old friend of mine and 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 i've mentioned this before on the podcast but it bears repeating said uh, my son told me that he's he's trans that he he thinks he's a woman but he still likes girls so i'm really confused and i just was like that you realize that sexuality and gender identity are two separate things. And right. he's like, I, and he's like, just give me, uh, give me a break. I don't know what I'm doing here. Yeah. 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 Anyway, go yeah. ahead. Go yeah. ahead. Jack. And I think that's definitely a good point. Like a lot of people, um, will make different points about it. Like, um, talking about an FTM person, they'll be like, can you help us with what FTM is for right. people who may not know? <laughs> yeah. Female to male. Okay. Um, and then MTF is male to female. Uh, it's the easiest way to quickly, uh, talk about it without having say saying all the words. Sure. Um, but per se, talking about uh, an FTM person, uh, so they'll come out and they'll be like, "But they still like boys, so are you gay now?" Or or they'll say, "But you like girls, so you're gay now," uh-huh. <laughs> which right. are two like contradicting things, right? Right. But sound the same. Uh-huh. Right, right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and it's just interesting that someone immediately needs to know what that means about your sexuality, right. like your sexual like, preferences. Let's redefine your sexuality right. now. Like, they like cares? immediately need to get a handle on that. Because I think a, what a lot of people think is that when they're not already exposed to the community, they think, oh, you're queer? This must mean you're gay. Right. And like that's their f- first idea about right. it. And, and one of the most annoying things that you can get is, what if you change your mind? Oh, yeah. Yeah, like, um, my best friend is trans, and he's dating, and his boyfriend is cis, Mm -hmm. cisgendered, Uh Um, and his mom, because his parents know that they're dating, and his mom was like, but what if one day Oakland decides that he's not? And, and and Joseph was immediately just Joseph is his boyfriend. Uh, was immediately like, no, mom, that's not how it works. That's not how it works. <laughs> yeah. Um, this reminds me of our our Rachel the Beloved. Uh-huh. I, I believe that she tweeted something like, when you tell your friends and family that you're going to get um, surgery, what what do you call it? Um, like top surgery or bottom surgery? Right. But Gender I'm looking, reassignment surgery? Yes, yes, thank you. That the One of the first things that you, you hear is, but but are you sure you want to do that? Because that's permanent. And like <laughs> Rachel was like, that's the point. Right, yeah. that's, that's what I want. Literally the point. Is something permanent. Yeah. yeah. And now uh, 
it eventually turned out fine with my parents. Um, eventually, sister twain. <laughs> eventually. No, yeah. but I think I mean I don't want to I don't want to spend too much time on this, but I think that that's I think that idea is a really important one to remember because I think you know we're very progressive and forward thinking, and you're an LGBTQ ally, and I think like that doesn't mean that when your kid comes right. out as trans that immediately you're going to be like cool this is amazing right. like you might yeah. be but you might also have to kind of deal with some of your own issues <clears throat> or reservations or you know kind of mourn the idea of what you thought your child was going to be and you yeah. know and, and now you're shifting to like a new paradigm and I think it's important to recognize like that's okay yeah to go through that like period of of, try- of having to realign your your paradigms and like the way you think about things uh-huh. even if you're the most progressive like you know, liberal right. ally person. Like, yeah. you still have to go through that. Right. And I think that's something to learn. Something that sucks for, <laughs> for, tra- for like, trans youth is that we have to have way more emotional resp- m- maturity than most adults do. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, um, we have to... Like, like, yeah, it sounds like a joke, but it's very true. Oh, no. We have to yeah. be able to, we have to be able to listen to someone's bullshit without having to yell at them back, right. without having to um, lash out. Yeah. Right. Um, and, and being able to hear what they have to say and not immediately hating the person. Right. <clears throat> Which I think is something a lot of people need to learn, even, even adults. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, hell yeah. So... Uh, anything else about your story that you want to share? I, one of my biggest surprises <laughs> were the different family members' reactions. And I don't mean extended family because I immediately expected them not to accept me because they're all Mormon. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but my, so my older sister, which... Little twain. <laughs> When I first came out, she was first of all, I didn't come out to her directly my i my my mom was like, "Do you want me to tell them?" and I was like, "Yeah, because I didn't care. Yeah. I just wanted everyone to know right, and I didn't want to have to deal with all of that individually sure. on my own right sure. <laughs> um so my older sister she was immediately Jack, he, him, never, like, I don't think I've heard her mess up. You're right. I've maybe heard her mess up once, and I've been out for two years now, um, which is crazy. That's yeah. not what I was expecting at all. And yeah. uh, the my younger sister, uh, well, she's not younger than me, but the younger one, uh-huh. um, she, I don't rem- she didn't really have an initial reaction. I remember, f- because we don't, we never talked. Mm-hmm. She we she was we was always that kind of sibling relationship where like they we just don't like each other uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> and that's how it was for me and my brother too but what was different with my brother is that he d- was silently accepting like whenever we went out anywhere because we we walked to maverick all the time whenever i got misgendered he would he would correct them right he, Aww, yeah that's sweet but yeah. he he we never talked about 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 it he never met. He never talked about to me about right. it. We never. We ne- we never like ever spoke about the fact that I'm trans or the fact that he has to start calling me a new name. And, and I don't know if you you talked. He's a to man him. of few words. I think. <laughs> I, I don't brother. know if you talked to him about it. Did you? Uh huh. Yeah, I, I talked to them all about it because you didn't want to have to do that. 
four more times. But what was his initial reaction? I, I don't remember. <laughs> <laughs> but but what you're saying is the only manifesta- manifestation of his acceptance of you was how he would correct others yeah. in front of you, which is amazing. That's big. Yeah, yeah that's, that's a huge. Big thing. That's huge. Yeah. Anything else? Uh, no, I think that's the the lot of my... <laughs> Is that the lot? Is that it? <laughs> of my coming out story. Okay. I will say this past New Year's was my two-year mark, and March 23rd will be my one year on tea. And tea, everyone, is testosterone. <laughs> Let's take a little break, and then I want to talk just a little bit about kind of what you're up to now, and I know you're working yeah. with Pride Center, and I'd love to hear about that, and about kind of some of the, you know, testosterone, some of those things you're doing now. So let's take a break. Uh-huh. Yes. Okay, we're back. Hey. We're here with Jack. I love how sometimes I like to do like a like we're on the radio. Like someone just tuned in. And I'm like, we're here with Jack. He's the son of uh, Sister Twain. He's told his story of coming out as trans. But really, this is a podcast. So unless you have are in the habit of like starting a podcast, skipping ahead 30 minutes, you know what's going on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so Jack, what else did you want to tell us about today? Okay, so... Uh, um, Okay. <laughs> um, so current. So uh, just because you mentioned it earlier, uh, currently I do a lot of work with the Utah Pride Center. I go there at least once every week. Um, I volunteered with Equality Utah at uh-huh. Pride. Um, yeah, that's the most. That's the most of the queer things that I do nowadays. <laughs> but it's still, it's still quite a bit. Yeah. Um, tell them about the youth groups at the Pride Center. Right. Okay. So, um, on so they have different age groups. So I'll just talk about my age group, um, from the fourteen to twenty group, which is mine. Uh, <laughs> mine. <laughs> All mine. Mine. <laughs> um. Well, they recently started a new one for Mondays, which is where I was today. Um. Where it's essentially like life skills, mm-hmm. um, because they used to have a SOSA group, which is survivors of suicide attempts, and all the advice that they were really seeking was how to live past that. Okay, uh-huh. yeah. Um, because a lot of the time you don't expect to. <laughs> um, so they started this new. Um, uh, they call it Youth Out in the World. Uh-huh. That's the name of it. Um, and it's essentially a life skills group. And right now it's kind of just in, like, trial mode. But, mm-hmm. yeah. And this is in replacing SOSA? Yes. Okay. Is it, is it, are we doing a life skills group because a lot of these trans kids are, like, living on their own? Or maybe, or is this group specifically for trans kids? Or is it for any LGBTQ kids? So it's for anyone that's LGBTQ plus okay. in the age range. And um, it's mainly just because the demand has been very high for it. Okay, okay. Because a lot of the time, kids in the center are like, are, because after, because it's 14 to 20, so once you, essentially once you age out, you're aging into the world, essentially. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and you, and a lot of, it's just, there's just been very high demand of like, what do I do next? How do I do, do X, Y, Z? Yeah. Um, yeah, so that's what that group's about. On Tuesdays, we have support group where you can just, bring in really whatever you want to talk about and like your peers will give you support. And it's really just a great place to be around people that are your age and that yeah. are also queer. Yeah. Um, and are also don't know what the fuck they're doing in life. Right. Um, <laughs> None of us do. And I'm 42. <laughs> and Wednesdays is 
uh, planning committee where we get to help set up the dances. Uh, and that's where we get to help make mocktails. Um, and you create recipes and name them. Yeah. Yeah. We'll get into mocktails later. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but the, but the pride center does like a queer prom and yeah. they do, yeah, just different activities for queer kids that maybe didn't get to do those things at their own yeah. high school or whatever. Yeah. It's really awesome. And then Fridays, we just have acti- activity night, which is really we do whatever the fuck we want. Tell tell them some of the names of the dances. Okay, so we have Queer Prom. Uh, we have Mass Queer Aid. Oh. Um, <laughs> uh, and those are the two older ones. We also have Youth Pride, uh, which is just a dance the night before Pride kicks off the festival. Oh, in June? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then we also have some for the younger group, which is Cupid's Ball. Um, With and a Q, I imagine. Yeah, it's Q <laughs> dash. Kids. I didn't even think of it. We love a pun. The queers love a pun. <laughs> and then there's Homo Coming. And then there's Homo Coming. Homo Coming. Uh-huh. That's the best one. Oh my God. I didn't know about that one. Yeah. So those are all the dances we put on, and it's really awesome. And there's a theme for each one. Like, yeah. To give us an example of one of the themes that have. Oh, uh, I mind blanked. Um, you re- recently had a mass queer raid, right? Oh, what was the theme of the mass queer What was the theme? Oh, it was it was. Oh, I remember we wanted to call it flower power, but it was something else. <laughs> I remember it was like hippie type, but it was but a I can't 60s hippie the, thing. Yeah, yeah, but I oh, can't cool. remember the fun, name. Fun, fun. Oh, okay. Cool. Um, yeah, and then the, so if you have queer kids and you live in Utah, get in that Utah yeah. pride. Yeah, and it's really close to a track stop. I mean, yeah. walking distance. I mean, yeah. your kid would have to. Walk back to the track stop in the dark after until it's a main, until it's summer a, hits. But it's maybe a five minute walk, and there's so many people that are willing there's to do There's so many carpool. other kids. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah cool. um, so there are a few things that I wanted to bring up. Um, Let's do it. Uh, what I mainly wanted to talk about is like the just how like gender and sexuality are a spectrum, and you don't always have to fall under the all the same labels. Right. Um, because labels like what. Uh, uh, that's what I was about to say. Okay. <laughs> Shut up, mom. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> um, but so something that you guys probably don't know uh, because it's in more of the youth part of the community. Right. You're now. saying we're old. It's fine. Yeah. You're, cause, cause you're old. Cause you're old. Cause you're old. And one of you is straight and cis. Um, <laughs> She's not straight. She's kind of fluid. <laughs> she is cis. Yeah. I mean, we're both cis. Anyway, go ahead. Sorry. <laughs> anyway. This is not about um, us. <laughs> is that there's a big debate between being pansexual and bisexual. Okay. Yeah. Uh, and. Oh, we've talked about this on the show. You have. But let's well, hear what, let's hear what you hear said. What, yeah, yeah, yeah. What someone from Gen Z has Right. <laughs> someone who's actually informed. <laughs> yeah. So, um, and um, part of it is that bisexual people bisexual used to be the attraction towards male and female right and it has evolved into bisexual being any gender right and pansexual is essentially i don't i'm not attracted to gender or sex i'm attracted to the to the person right like i'm I'm like i'm attracted to your personality right Uh and that's essentially what pansexual is and the part of the debate is that pansexual used to be identified as like i'm sexually attracted to objects um and animals um yeah yeah the person who originally made it was a gross perv and they just wanted a label for themselves and they wanted to be in the community um (laughs) what 
everybody wants to be in the community. Yeah, we're great. We know Not we're great. Dessert. So is there a preferred term or is it just up to the individual? Some people prefer pan, some people prefer bisexual. And see, that's the thing. A lot of people are like, a lot of people are like, my the definition of my sexuality falls under bi, but I want to identify as pan. Is that allowed? And that's the thing. There's no rules to right, being right, right. queer. Yeah. So there's gender identity pan, and then there's sexual attraction pan. No. Oh my god. <laughs> you fucked it all up. I did. Anyway, keep going. <laughs> I don't. I don't. Pansexuality has nothing to do with gender, right? Yes. I mean, nothing to do with your own gender. Yes. It has to do with the gender of the people that yes. you're attracted to. Okay. Yes. Or or. Yeah, anyway. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I knew that. So I'm so embarrassed that I even. Okay, anyway, go yeah, ahead. Yeah, sure, sure. She, We're old. Yeah, she knew that. Uh huh. Um, <laughs> but anyway, um, a lot of people think that, like, there has to be, you have to fall under specific guidelines. But something that a lot of people need to learn is that there doesn't have to be specific guidelines. Right, right. Like, like you can. You can identify, like, you can be male and identify as gay and still like girls sometimes, but you identify as gay. Right, right. Like, or, or you could be, uh, be under the same thing and identify as bi. It really just depends on your own self-labeling. Right. Yeah. Which is like, which is why I call you straight. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But also you haven't told me an identifier, so <laughs> that's what I go for. Yeah. Sure, yeah. yeah. But I think that's really important because I think... So many, sometimes, sometimes I think in the queer community, we want to kind of police people and we want to say like, no, you can't say you're queer because you Uh are X, Y, and Z, or you can't say you're this. And I think, I think it's important that we just let people identify how they want to identify. Yeah, exactly. And were you going to say something? Yeah. Our guest, Sister Virtue, talked about gender gatekeeping, which Uh is the same principle. Yeah. Yeah. She, uh, her pronouns for now, as she said, are she, her, where she is just not sure where exactly she falls. Mm-hmm. And she feels like there's just three choices. There's you identify male, female, or non-binary. And she's just like, I can't really lock myself into one of those three. Right. Yeah. And, and like, that's the thing, like gender, like you will hear this all the time, but gender is truly a spectrum. Right. You don't have to follow fall under one specific thing and you don't have to choose one and then do that for the rest of your life right. yeah you could identify one way now and then years from now you could change and yeah feel like oh you know what i feel more you know i feel more affiliation with this gender or whatever yeah like you can it's okay and that's why i personally like the term queer so much because it's saying that i'm in that lgbtq plus community i am somewhat i i, I am in some way in the community um but it, I either I don't know how to explain it, uh-huh. or it doesn't matter how. Or I, I don't want to explain it. it. Right. That's that's yeah. so that so. This is what I was gonna say about my sexuality is that I identify as queer. I like yeah. I lean towards guys sometimes, but I really just identify as queer. Where I kind of just like whoever I want, and it doesn't fucking matter. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. Great. Right. Like the like. It really doesn't. And and a lot of people say that that would be, wouldn't that technically, I hear a lot, wouldn't that technically be pan? Technically. Which which also falls under what I said earlier about how like it, like it's your own self labeling that really matters. And which is why when you don't like labels, you can just say you're queer. Right. Right. (laughs) I mean, labels are constructs as it is. Yeah. Well, but let me say in defense of labels. Okay. Yes. Some of us, because I think about this a lot because I'm obviously like an older gay person and I came out much later in life 
didn't come out until I was 37. Uh-huh. So for me, it's really important to claim that label. And it's really yeah. important that people know that I'm gay. Like, I feel like I want to, when I meet someone, I want to be like, hi, nice to meet you. By the way, I'm gay. Yeah, yeah. Like, I try. Right, I know, I know. <laughs> But you know what I mean? Like, uh, yeah. for me, it's super important to claim that label. And so when people say, like, can't we all just be humans? Why do we have to identify and label everyone? <laughs> sure. Like, I kind of, I get the sentiment of that. And I think there's, I feel like people who usually say that are, like, boomers. And really, it's trying to, like, erase gay people. Uh-huh. And just being like, well, I'm a human, you guys. I don't know about you, but I'm a human first. <laughs> but I think, like, fine, but... If people want a label, let them have a label. Yeah. And if people don't want a label, they don't have to have a label. <clears throat> but I do. Th- I would imagine that probably a lot of what your generation is seeing is people from my generation who fought to have labels yeah. because we wanted to be yeah. identified as gay yeah. are like, but wait, but what's your? But are you this? Are you that? And uh-huh. you're just like, well, I don't you really fucking care. Yeah, you had to stay hidden, and now you yeah. don't. And, and the so- thing, yeah, and the thing about that is that. Mainly one of the one of the biggest reasons this has come out about labels and stuff is because your generation has pushed labels on us. Yeah, 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 yeah. And, and we don't like that. Yeah. But but I definitely agree with what you're saying. Like like without labels, I wouldn't be able to identify myself like as a male. Right. Like I wouldn't be able to identify myself as trans. Like right. I like like I I understand what you're saying. Like Interesting. I like I'm very much like like I am trans and I'll fight for it. Right. But like, I don't care about my sexuality. Do you care about the trans identity or do you... Because, like, I have trans friends who are just like, well, at this point, like, I'm essentially just a woman. You know, like, uh-huh. I'm, I'm married to a cis man. I'm living life as a woman. Like, they sort of feel some detachment from that trans identity. Do you feel, like, a connection to that trans identity? Or or are you kind of to the point where you're just like, I'm queer, I'm a man, yeah. whatever? Um. So how I feel about it is that when I'm, when I'm older and more transitioned, I'll probably more feel about that, feel that, but... I definitely think until there's a point where we don't have to fight for our rights, that it's important important that I'm, that I'm able to say that I'm trans and I'm here and I'm, you're not pushing me away. And, and like, that's how I feel about a lot of things is that like, once we don't have to fight for the right to do this thing, or once we don't have to fight to get this to happen, like once that happens, then it, then it won't matter as much. Yeah. Because we can do it nonchalantly. Yeah. But I can't nonchalantly be trans right, right now. Right, right, right. Especially right. not in our society with Trump and, and in the state the Mormon and, church. Yeah. And yeah. So that segues <laughs> into a question I want to touch on really quick. What is it like being an ex-Mormon in Salt Lake City at school? Does it come up as a topic of conversation at the Pride Center? Uh-huh. Well, so... What I've learned is that it's very different now because when I was younger, this is partly because of you, mom. <laughs> um, this is because of you, mom. <laughs> okay. I mean, I've had to like hold my, I, I've had like, uh, uh, it's, hyper- it's, it's, it's been a moment. Uh, yeah. Go ahead, it's go been ahead. A, you've had a moment. Um, but I was an angry ex Mormon Uh when I was younger. So whenever I met someone that was Mormon, I was like, ew, they're Mormon. Uh-huh. Uh, immediately. And I was like, oh, they're Mormon. They must be a bad person. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, sorry, Mormons. Nice yeah. try. Like, yes, it's, yes. Like, it's very funny, but like, if you really think about it, like, that's not a healthy thought process to oh, put on oh, someone. Oh, 
uh, you're like, oh, I didn't know this. Um, That's what we think. Still, yeah. so. and, and I was actually talking to the. I was talking about this with my, with another trans friend that I have that is very that is ex Mormon, um, and we were just talking about how the mentality that you have from the anger of being an ex Mormon can affect how you meet how you treat and think about other Mormons. Mm-hmm. And I've I've. I mean, of course, they still have those thoughts, but I'm past that now. Where like, if I meet a Mormon person, I'm not. I'm not like, get away from me. <laughs> like, like there, there are actually a lot of Mormon people at my school, and, and like everyone's like, oh, like <clears throat> that, your school's the queer school, and I'm like, yes, it is, and I'm glad about that. Right. But it's also a school where we can just be ourselves, and we're not going to get judged for it. Yeah. Including being Mormon. Including being Mormon. Yeah. And, and um. You're a better man than I. <laughs> I know. Uh, she, he knows. He knows. And and I was actually talking. I was actually talking about uh, how, how your kind of anger towards Mormons because with this person because cool because uh, as as some this of is you- why I don't my kids on the podcast. <laughs> I don't want them to call out all my bullshit because you refuse to step foot in a church. Yes, that's true. Which I think. Which I understand. Okay, thank you. Uh, <laughs> um, but I think you can push past that. <laughs> well, that well, was a Gary, go. gay ex-husband, <laughs> my gay ex-husband Gary type of a comment. That's, oh, my God. <laughs> that's how Gary would have said that? Oh, yeah. Um, okay, I wanna, we, yeah. we need to get to our five questions, but is there anything else really quickly that you wanted to address or talk about in like did one you, minute? Did you finish your thought about... Being ex-Mormon. Well, I did just want to say that it's hard navigating current queer people that are in the church because part of you wants to push them out of the church because it's horrible. Right. And then part of you wants them to be able to live and relish in their own religion. Right. And their own experience. Yeah. Which is something that I've struggled with because like I have had friends who were Mormon and queer and trying to figure out who they are, but also not trying to get kicked out of their homes. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Um, and I think that's something that needs to be way, way less generalized. Something like being queer and being Mormon can't be the same thing, but also navigating how that could be the same thing. Yeah. Yeah. That's maybe that's the next conversation that needs to happen in, 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 in the community. In the community. I I was looking for something more clever than that. It was, um, in the world. Collective, collective mindset. Okay, great. Okay, cool. Great, great. <laughs> yeah, okay. But I think there is truth to that. Like we, you know, what you're saying is we don't want to label people, like let people be who they want to be. So if someone wants to be queer and Mormon, we kind of have to hold space for that also. Yeah. Even though we're like, what the fuck are you doing? Yeah. Get out, get yeah, out. Yeah, yeah, The yeah. call is coming from inside the house. <laughs> that was an old reference. I'm sure you didn't get it. It's fine. It's fine. Okay. Okay. Let's take a little break. Yeah. Okay. And then we'll go to our five questions, five and, wrap questions up. and wrap up. Yeah. Y'all, we're back. <sighs> this has been great. Like, I feel like I've been um, chatting with someone who's not even my kid. I know. <laughs> I was saying to Jack while you were in the bathroom on our last break that I have a 15-year-old son and if and I just imagine if he was on this podcast he would be like, "Hey guys, uh 
would not be this articulate and thoughtful. So we appreciate it. That's how my brother would be. Yes, exactly. Exactly. Okay. All right. So we have five questions that we always ask our guests. Our first one is, if your topic was a mocktail, because you're only 15, Uh what is it and what is what is it called and what's in it oh okay um i have to think about that (laughs) um probably a little bit of pineapple okay because you know how it kind of eats you back (laughs) there it is okay Um, okay all right yeah a little bit of pineapple um What's it called? The 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 grenadine. Grenadine. Yeah. 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 Um, a little bit of that. Sounds delicious so far. Yeah. <laughs> it. Um, oh, and it would be frozen. So like, uh, like slushy. Slushy. Okay. Um, and what would we call this concoction? Oh, um, it's interesting. <laughs> I have to think of a name. Um, I'm the worst at naming things. Uh, <laughs> What's a good mocktail that you made? Because you said you do mocktails for like the uh-huh. dances and stuff at the Pride Center. Do you remember one of the mocktails you made there or what the name was? I. And if not, it's fine. Yeah, I don't remember any of the names. I think one of them was like Chillax or something because it was like a 70s theme. Oh, right, right, right. Um, right. I'd probably call this one... Um, <clears throat> Something to do with the topic. Yeah. Serious, but in a fun way. There we go. (laughs) I love it. I love it. It sounds delicious. Okay. Um, This question just makes me sound old now. Which golden girl are you? Have you ever seen the golden girls? No. Okay. Okay. It's fine. Um, I was thinking because my mom told me about this question. Um, I could do um, something else like a friend's character. Sure. Let's do it. Which friend's (laughs) character are you? Uh, Um... I think I honestly think I'd be a little bit of Phoebe. Okay, but uh, obviously she would be Phoebe. She meaning obviously sister twin would be Phoebe because you're crazy. <laughs> oh, because you're um, crazy. Probably a little bit, little bit of Phoebe's crazy side and a little bit of Monica because okay. I'm very organized. Little I like bit of that. Monica. Dumb. Remember that song? It's one of the worst songs ever made. So dumb. Yeah. Um, okay. If you had chosen a different topic that you're an expert on like what could you talk about on a podcast as an expert um aside from being trans right, <laughs> right. oh my gosh probably dungeons and dragons oh, oh i love it hell yeah. yeah i play D with my friends every week what's your who's your character <laughs> he is a half-orc barbarian okay and his name is morgborg okay <laughs> and he's really big he has uh minus one intelligence okay uh and plus five strength so he's just big and dumb yeah big and dumb right. uh, except he is actually has um more morals than the smarter characters do in the in our campaign oh, I like it. oh morgborg what a sweetheart so yeah. a rule follower a rule follower <laughs> like me <laughs> Um, what's one thing you want to ask us? Um, oh, I, I wrote it down. Oh, good. <laughs> I have to remember what it is. Are you scared, Sister Twain? Oh, yeah. Oh, terrified. Oh, oh fuck yes, terrified. <laughs> terrified. <laughs> um, this, I hope this doesn't make it too long, because I don't know what your responses are going to be. But what do you, this is a collective question. Okay. okay. <laughs> um, but what do you think being trans means? Oh, do you want to take that away? I mean, I think it means that you were born into a body that doesn't 
feel right. Your gender assignment doesn't feel right. Um, and you identify in your heart and your mind and, and your soul as something other than what you were born with. Yeah. <laughs> what is that? I think, I, I think we're all on a journey in this life to figure out who we are and what we are and how we fit into the world and the universe and everything. And I think we're now as a society, like finally recognizing that part of that discovery for some people might be discovering a different gender than what you were told you had at birth, you know? So I think it's about, it's about, you know, just like, you know, coming out as gay or, or, you know, or whatever, but it's, it's about like finding your true identity and finding the skin that you feel most comfortable in. Um, and, and, we're moving to a place where part of that conversation can be about gender identity. And I think that's a really important thing. Yeah. Did we pass? <laughs> was that a good answer? Yes, you passed. Okay. I was expecting a jokey answer. Oh, <laughs> damn. Because I'm a like, real asshole sometimes. Like, <laughs> it got real serious. Like literally like, so there are two things that my, that are my favorite things to say is either God fucked me over oh. uh, <laughs> or the dick machine broke. Um, oh. Like they were like, we're out of dicks, you guys. We gotta, we gotta just like this one's gonna be interesting. Through. Yeah, we gotta send it through. We gotta meet our quota. Like this one's gonna have a sucky life. Oh, oh good times. Really good. Yeah. Um, and then our last question is, what do you know to be true now? Okay, um, I don't really understand this question. She tried. She tried explaining to it's me whatever, earlier. Whatever it can be, whatever you want it to be. Like, what do you, like, really? what do you believe in? What, it, what do you? What's your North Star? Like, what do you hold on Is to? It, it can be Dr. Pepper. That's your I truth. mean, it, yeah, it can, be, it can be as flippant or as deep as you want it to be. So what <laughs> yeah. do you know to be true now? Um, just that you don't have to know who you are ever exactly. Okay. You don't ever have to exactly know who you are. That's something I've learned in my journeys. <laughs> and you're cool. okay with that? Yeah. Yeah. You wake up in the morning and go, I don't know who I am, and that's great. Let's no. start the day. Oh. <laughs> My first thought when I wake up is I want to go back to sleep. Yeah, I, yeah, know. I, I do mean, know that. My, um, I have a 14-year-old, and every time he meets someone new, they're like, well, tell me about yourself. What do you like to do? And he's like, well, I love sleeping. <laughs> and I was like, great. 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 Yeah. Good. That's a good hobby exactly, to have. Exactly. So. Exactly. Well, Jack, thank you. Thank Thanks you. for coming. I'm really impressed. No, you're very, you're a very wise and articulate young man. Yes, it's you very are. impressive. Yes. Yeah, just so you all know, I've never had a real conversation with my mom. That's why she said she's impressed. Oh, <laughs> not true. God damn. God damn. <laughs> wow. Um, Sister Twain, do you have anything you want to add to this journey we've been on? I don't, other than I'm really thoroughly impressed. And then, uh, just quickly, was there any? Is there anything that's popped into your head? Like, oh, I really wanted to say that. Um. No, I think we got it all covered. Oh, good. Okay. We covered it all. Yeah. Um, I thought it was just going to be fascinating to have someone of your age right. who is queer talk about what it's like being queer. And yeah. goddamn, uh, this generation knows their shit. The kids are all right, you guys. The kids are going to be fine. So, some of us are. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So um, if you like what you heard... Please send us an email at hotdrinksforthebelly at gmail.com or you can also go on our Instagram. We usually post some – we're trying to post a photo or something about each episode. Uh -huh. So you can go comment on the photo 
Um, and if you really like what you've heard, you can support us on Patreon. Um, it's at patreon.com slash hot drinks. And that's just a way where you can make a small monthly donation and receive um, tokens of our appreciation, whether it's bonus episodes, whether it's videos. We just mailed out some gifts yep. to our top tier Patreon For the today, February gift. For the February gift that are very exciting. So we also have a newsletter we put out every month for patrons. So I'm getting ready to get that pulled together in the next couple of days. So anyway, if you, if you really like us and you want to give us money, give us money. Um, yeah, we're on Instagram. Oh, do we already say that? No, I mean... Oh, sure. we're on Instagram. It's hot, hot drinks. drinks. Yeah. It's www.instagram.com slash hot drinks. I'm just kidding. People get mad when I say the www. Um, our Demi-Test episodes. Um, Jack and I are going to do a Demi-Test episode later. Okay, great. Uh, I don't know. It'll be sometime this week. Okay. Because I have to drive to Bluffdale tonight. Okay. Um, but we are going to talk about uh, maybe a couple more intimate details about his transition. I love it. And are you going to text me and be like, will you upload the Demi Toss episode? Cause I don't know how to. Yep. Okay, great. Yep. Cool. Cool. <laughs> Even though I've told you 25 times, it's really easy. Huh? Okay. Okay. <laughs> so that is all. Thank you, Jack. Thank you. Thanks so for much. having me. You're wonderful. Thank, Thank you. you, sister. Twain. Thanks for coming out of my body. Thank you, Brother Coffee. Thanks You're welcome. for coming out of my body, Brother Coffee. I did. I did. It was scary. 